Hello, and welcome to A Stage for All. I'm Julie Feldman for UPAF. Whether you're in the audience, participating in the arts, or learning from the experience, United Performing Arts Fund connects us all. When I grow up, when I grow up, when I grow up, I will be strong enough to carry all the happy things you have to hold around with you when you're a grown-up. You're listening to a song from Matilda, performed by children from First Stage, a UPATH member group. At this historic moment in time, connection is vital, and so is healing. Today, we explore healing through the arts, and specifically, healing with children. Kids are facing some very adult challenges. Because of the global pandemic, they had to abruptly leave school, their teachers, and classmates. Summer camp, playdates, and family trips are canceled for many. There are inherent dangers with COVID-19, and its impact is accelerated in communities of color. Add to this backdrop emotions associated with civil unrest. In this podcast, we'll talk with Kathy Thornton-Bias, President and CEO of the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee, Katie O'Donnell, Theater Educator at Cristo Rey Jesuit High School, and UPAF President and CEO Deanna Tillish, who will bring us up to date with arts activities available online. First, Kathy Thornton-Bias from the Boys and Girls Club joins us with perspective on how kids are dealing with this changing world. Hi, Kathy. Thank you for your time. Julie, thank you for having me. It's so great to be here. How many kids do you reach through the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee? We're actually the largest Boys and Girls Club in the country. And we operate 45 locations around the city, as well as a 200-acre camp out in Heartland, Wisconsin. Under normal circumstances, we would serve about 5,000 children and young people a day. So on average, 5,000 kids a day. Unfortunately, due to the uh, social distancing restrictions around the pandemic, we are now only able to service about 1,500 kids per day on average. And that's, that's a 30% of capacity for us. And so what concerns us is that the kids that would normally be able to come to the clubs and have meals and exercise and participate in sports, get academic tutoring and and mentoring, we are only serving a a small percentage of our normal audience because of the the COVID-19 crisis. I understand that you're gradually opening facilities back up over the summer. How else have you been reaching kids? I would tell you that one of the lessons learned from COVID-19 is that brick and mortar can't be the only way that we deliver our programs and services. And so we very quickly had to become adept at digital learning. Within 10 days, our programming team had hundreds of hours of online programming that was both self-guided and instructional for kids of all ages. And we continue to ramp up the content and the amount of programming that we have online because we don't know where COVID-19 will or won't take us in the future. How are kids at the club doing right now? The word I hear most often used is that kids are grieving at the moment. They are grieving the loss of their classmates by not being able to be in school. They're grieving the loss of these big life events like kindergarten moving up ceremonies and high school graduations and proms. They're grieving 
the loss of their sports teams and championship games. And children haven't always been given great tools for processing that grief. Compounded with grieving is now what I would consider an environment of anxiety. What do kids need at this time? And can art really help? They need opportunities to have their voices be heard. They may not be able to to express it in a way that adults understand, but they are expressing it with the vocabulary and the emotion that they have at their disposal at that age. And they are very much wanting to express what they think and what they feel. It's really up to the adults to make a place for that to happen and then to listen. Healing takes time and the arts have patience. Healing takes time, but the arts have patience. Art is this beautiful, demonstrative articulation of of mood, emotion, past, present, conflict, question, unity, all wrapped up into one. And it takes on forms and mediums that really meet you where you are. How are UPATH member groups helping your kids learn and heal through the arts? Whether it's the rep or the ballet or, or the folks over at First Stage or the Florentine Opera, what they want to do is show children inclusively what is possible. We are one of 26 Boys and Girls Club agencies around the state. And hands down, we have the most robust arts programming in the state, I believe, because of the work of UPATH. Thank you for joining us, Kathy. Thank you, Julie, for the opportunity. And if you'd like to learn more about arts programming at the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee, visit bgcmilwaukee.org. So, we know the arts can help children cope. The question many parents may have is, how can I help my kids from home? Katie O'Donnell, theater educator at Cristo Ray Jesuit High School, has some suggestions. Hi, Katie. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Our pleasure. Katie, how do you see theater helping your students cope? There's a couple of different ways that students can find healing when they are taking a theater class. Theater gives students the opportunity to put themselves into a different person's shoes, a different viewpoint, create a character that is not themselves, and escape from realities, which is one of the things that theater can provide for people when they are going through a hard time. The other way, though, is almost exactly the opposite, and that's that students are able to express their feelings in a theater class that they aren't often able to express in other forms of educational classes. They're able to express those emotions, those frustrations, their fears in a creative way that oftentimes gives them license to say things that otherwise they may be afraid to say in other venues. So I think that it's really important that students have the opportunity to express how they're feeling and what they're thinking. That's one of the things that is of utmost importance to me as a theater educator is that I am creating a safe space for them to have their voice, for them to have their emotions, for them to have their feelings. And by no means am I doing drama therapy, but it's a place where there are no wrong answers. 
Is there anything parents can do at home to help provide their kids with a creative outlet? I would say have them continue writing over the summer and just getting out their thoughts and feelings, creating videos, TikToks, or YouTube videos that's documenting what they're going through because those are ways that students are going to be able to express themselves, um, what they're feeling, what they're thinking, get some creativity, have some fun, and still connect to the outside world because they're sharing it through that social media, which is such a vital part of their lives anyway. So that can help keep some of the normalcy and that connection while trying to keep the social distancing. Katie, UPATH member groups have a strong connection with Christo Ray. Tell us about it. UPATH has touched the lives of every single one of the students in my classrooms this year through partnerships with predominantly Milwaukee Chamber Theater and Milwaukee Repertory Theater. Because of the UPATH Connect money, we were able to bring in a multitude of guest speakers for my intro to theater class. The UPATH Connect Money allowed us to have a partnership and participate in the August Wilson monologue competition. One of my students, Elijah, was the runner-up, and then one of my other students, Taina, was the champion, was the winner of the competition. And it was because of this monologue competition that I really did see her absolutely blossom into a true actress. I feel extremely grateful that UPATH Connect exists. What it has provided for the students at Cristo Ray is incredible and life-changing and gives opportunities for these students that they never otherwise would have had. So you do see that the arts can heal. It absolutely heals. It, it heals from the inside and from the outside. The arts are what we need to help bring our community back together to express what we're feeling and to find the joy that we still have in our lives. Katie, thank you. Thank you so much again for having me. You can find all sorts of arts activities and performances online. UPAP President and CEO Deanna Tillish is here with State of the Arts. Hi, Deanna. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm good. And you? Very well. Thank you. UPAF is working so hard to keep kids busy this summer. Please fill us in. There's a lot of offering for parents to provide for their children. So, for example, First Age, which is known as being having a wonderful academy, they are not stopping. There is no pause. They actually have a virtual academy in June, and then they're going to segue next month to having an in-person academy sessions with smaller groups and the right safety protocols. The ballet is opening up their school the first week of July. They already have students enrolled. DanceWorks has virtual classes for all ages and skill levels. They're going to have virtual summer camps for kids taking place next month. The Rep is doing a number of different virtual activities for families. And then you've got MISO, of course, and they're starting all their classes this summer. It's going to be virtual. And then they're going to have some group classes also, in addition to individual classes. And actually, I just talked with MISO, and they plan on doing in-person 
starting at the end of August. And MISO is Milwaukee Youth Symphony Orchestra. Correct. Where specifically can our listeners find all of these programs and performances? So they can go on to upac.org, and we have a whole list of what's available with links to the different member groups. You can also go to the individual member group sites as well. There's a special UPAF fund that ensures artistic experiences for kids for years to come. And Deanna, it's got a special place in your heart. Well, Casey's fund is named after my middle daughter, Casey, who was born with a chromosome deletion called 1P36, which resulted in significant disabilities, both cognitively and physically. Yet, despite her limitations, she is among the happiest people you could ever meet. And it is the sound of music that brings her the greatest joy. Casey's very fortunate because she has access to the arts, but there are so many individuals due to economic hardships, to disabilities, to health issues that don't have access to the arts. And so Casey's Fund is going to allow us to be able to raise dollars exclusively for arts education programming and neighborhood outreach efforts. Through our Bright Minds program, we reach 102,500 children just this past year. And so it's a remarkable opportunity to be able to expand those efforts through Casey's Fund. Deanna, we've been talking about the healing power of the arts for children, but the arts can really help us all. Wouldn't you agree? Right now, when we are all going through a very, very difficult time, the arts are needed more than ever. They are a healing mechanism in that they lift our spirits. They nurture our souls. They allow us to emote in ways that are so needed right now. And so it is essential that we get and deliver the arts to all individuals, but in particular those who are suffering the most during this challenging time. Thank you, Deanna Tillish, President and CEO of the United Performing Arts Fund. Oh, thank you, Julie. You're listening to a song from the Tales of Hoffman by the Florentine Opera, a UPAF member group. Thank you for joining us on A Stage for All, a UPAF podcast. Until next time, I'm Julie Feldman.